Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I do have a, a story about the WB, if you'd oh, like me to yeah, I, talk I would, about it. I would love to hear what you have to say I about mean, you, the WB. You know, you know the story. I do, but I think it's good for the audience to know because it's it's got a timely reference to it, a sad but timely reference to it. Once upon a time in my former life, I was invited to a WB party. Mm. All right. To any, celebrate any, all the shows on the WB. Any reason you got invited? I was I had a friend who a friend. who invited me to the party. Mm. Let's just end it there. Seventh, so, seventh heaven. My, so my I'm guys. at so I'm shut up. So I'm at the party. <laughs> and you know, my friend had uh, obligations at the party. Quite frankly, I don't know why I was asked to go to this party because I didn't know this friend that well. For people who may be like, what are you talking about? You went to this party. You lived in LA for a time. For those a very, who don't a know. very short time, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. But you did live there. You developed a friend, and that was yes. Yeah. You got an invite. So I got an invite. So I went to the party, and I didn't know anybody there. My friend had obligations. She was off talking to people, and I was sort of left at the craft services table. Hanging around this looking was, stupid. This is a WB Network party that WB you Network got invited party. to. Uh, right. There was another gentleman also just sort of hanging around the craft services table. And we struck up a conversation with each other. Because he didn't necessarily want to be at this party. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing at this party. And I had a nice 90-minute, two-hour conversation that evening with Bob Saget who just recently passed away at the age of 65. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody in the world is coming out and talking about what a good friend Bob Saget was to them. And he was good friends to everybody, I guess, because everybody knows Bob Saget. I can say that I had a conversation with him. I'm not friends with him. He wouldn't, if he were alive, yeah, he wouldn't remember this conversation. That, right. But for that evening... He was my entertainment, and I'd like to think that I was his entertainment. He was a very nice guy. Didn't know who the hell I was. That's good to know. I'm glad, I, like, because I've always appreciated him from, you know, growing up, seeing him on Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos. And I just remember him as being, like, the goofy dad type on those shows. And then as I got older, you find out, oh, no, this man was an extremely gifted comedian Worked blue. Oh, he had a whole other side to him that that you probably didn't know about. Extremely funny guy, and and you know this because you've met a lot of people. You know, you worked in music radio. You had these musicians come in and stuff like that. That you know, in their circles, they were big news. Oh, sure, yeah, right in the Christian music circles, they were big news. Right, right, right. Ninety percent of the people that you meet that you've either either listened to on your radio or watched on your television do not live up to the hype. And are just sort of bad people. Or, you right? know what, I'll, I'll say in defense for celebrities, you know, like celebrities come into a radio station to do a morning show. That, you know what, that, that, that is like a tough gig. You come in at 640 in the morning, you Fair show enough. up. Maybe we're not getting them at their best time. But those are the things that you notice sometimes is who's really nice, 
who kind of wants nothing to do with you or just doesn't really talk. It's nice when you meet someone, even at that time, who's like, yeah, I'll be friendly to you because we're both here and I'll just be a nice human. Yeah. When I did music radio and I did the morning show, we had celebrities come in and, you know, I can... I can count on more than one hand the amount of times I did a 20-minute interview with someone who never actually looked directly at me. Oh, sure. Never looked me in the eye. Yeah. And they were just there because their publicist told them they had to be there, and that was the end of it. I stood and had a 90-minute engaging conversation with someone who did not know me at all. Didn't have to talk to you either. And it didn't matter on that evening. And I'll remember that. So I'm not going to tell you he was my friend and none of that. I'll just say I had a conversation with a guy who treated me like a human being for 90 minutes, and it was fun. Made the evening fun. Yeah. Bob Saget, that show that he was on on the WB, I had completely forgotten about it. Raising Dad, I think, was the name of the show. It was. I looked it up, and his co-stars on the show, he was obviously Matt Stewart. He was the dad who was a... What a premise. I wonder where they came up with this. A widower trying to raise his daughters. Okay. It's been done, but whatever. <laughs> it's been done in another show that he had, actually. But anyway, so he played the dad. The two daughters on the show were Kat Dennings, who was ended up going on eventually to do that uh, Two Broke Girls show, and then was also on WandaVision. Had a major role in that. So she's gone on to wild success. The other daughter was Brie Larson, who Captain Marvel, she starred as Captain Marvel. So the two child actresses that were on that show ended up both going on and doing things in the Marvel universe. That's a little, that's a weird little coincidence there. It's, it's funny. I, I remember the, I remember the opening line that we had, because I of course knew who he was being a big full house watcher. Yeah. But I didn't want to go up to him and be like, hey, hey, Danny Channer, what's going on, man? What are you doing here? <laughs> right. I didn't want to do that. So, I, you know, we're just sort of standing around awkward, awkwardly. And I said, hi, I'm Mike. You know, and he said, hi, I'm Bob. They canceled my show. I don't know why I'm here. Oh, really? And, oh, yeah. That was one of the good lines. <laughs> that was that was a good ice-breaking <laughs> line. Man. <laughs> because I guess WB had told him the show's not coming back. But for the, some reason, we still need you there. to come to this thing. Hollywood is such a weird place. Hey, we hate you, but not enough to tell you not to come to this party, but, but enough to stop making your show anymore.